How well have I taught your brothers to be feminist men? I think I did a great job teaching my brothers. <laughs> can I put success for myself? No. Yes, yes you can. Because I think I was actually the main driver of this. I can't even lie. Okay, okay. That's fair. Listen, like you said, second mother, firstborn African daughter. Somebody's got to pick it up. Yeah. Success, okay, success. so say it, Saturn. You think I we, think success. We got some feminist sons in our family? Yeah, I think so sure. too. Yeah. 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 You have more lessons to teach them or have they... I have are more you satisfied? Lessons. No, I'm not satisfied. But okay. So I, don't think I always have more lessons for them. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> I, especially with how to like treat women that they want to be with. I think they're great now. Mm-hmm. But they can always be better. Indeed. I'm so She's my woman. A special lady. She's the only one. Salam and hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Lily Bakala Piper, and I, as always, am so glad that you're with us today. So in the month of May, we celebrated Mother's Day here in Kenya and worldwide, a time to really reflect on the important women and men in our life who play that mothering role. So maybe you're listening today and you're a mother or an auntie or a godmother, or maybe you're a big brother or an uncle who plays that role in somebody's life. Today we are celebrating and honoring you. And in honor of this special holiday, I thought it might be fun to have my own precious daughters join me on the show today. Being a mother is definitely not only the biggest part probably of my identity, but the greatest privilege of my life. To be a mother to four wonderful kids, you've met Silas on a previous episode, my son Solomon, you haven't met yet, but we'll have to get him on here eventually. And today, it's my great joy to introduce you to my firstborn, Sela, who is a 20-year-old university student at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. She is going into her final year at university there. We're so proud of her. And my lastborn, Saron, who just finished grade 10 here in Nairobi. These two girls have been not only the joys of my life, but also teachers for me. They have helped me become a better version of myself. So I'm just so glad that they are here to talk to me about being my daughters, about being young women, about being African women, and all those in-between places that they exist. So welcome to Salam and Hello, my own S's, Sela and Saron. Karibu girls. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> it's so fun to have them here. And um, over the years, I have actually talked to Sela before on the show when she started a menstrual health program a couple years ago in high school. She was on the show talking about that. It was many years ago, yes. She was on the show talking about that. But I haven't yet had a chance to have Saronie here, so I'm so happy that she was agreed to, to come on and talk about this topic of motherhood and daughterhood and sisterhood, amongst many things. So maybe I'll start with a light bulb question. Saron, what's the best part of having a sister? Oh, okay. Well, um, there's definitely many like amazing parts of having a sister. I would say she's kind of like the second cool mom. Like if oh. you're, because <laughs> I'm not a cool mom. No, 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 no. <laughs> not to say that. The cooler. But, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Sure. I understand. Okay. <laughs> but, um, like if I want to, you know go hang out with my friends or like do something and maybe my parents say no, but I wouldn't ask you guys first. I'd be like, hey, say like, can I go you know, <laughs> do something? And then she's like, yeah, sure. It's fine, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but then also, yeah, just being like a good friend to me as well. Hmm. Say, say, what about you? Um, I like that I can go into her closet and steal clothes <laughs> whenever I feel like I don't have something that works for the evening. Um, but other than that, you know, Saron, <laughs> other than that, 
Other than yeah, nothing. Okay. No, wow. Other than that, Sarah has definitely been my companion since ever since she was born. Like when she was a baby, you know, I used to pick her up out of her crib and want to hang out with her with my five-year-old self at the time. And so like throughout the years, she's always been my companion. Like sisters just have a special yeah, bond, I think. True. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So you also have brothers, two brothers, twin brothers ahead of you, Saron, and mm-hmm. behind you, Sayla. What's the best part of having a brother? Brothers. Sayla, you want to start this one? <laughs> oh. Um... You guys better answer uh, quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's, um, well... No, there's always, like, something going on. I would say, like, it's never boring when you have brothers. I would say, like, they burst into your room any waking or sleeping hour of the day, (laughs) demanding something of you, um, or just making jokes with them. And I think, like, it's also interesting to see, I guess, the other side that we don't, I guess, as as women, we don't get to see as much, and we get to see it through their eyes, and we can hear from them and how it's like for them. yeah, it's nice to have a balance of girls and boys in the house, I think. Yeah, we're really evenly split. Yeah. yeah I'll oh. never forget when I told your dad that we were having, well, I do remember telling him about having twins, and that was a shock to our system. But then when he found out he was having two boys, he was like, my sons. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then when we had Saron, you say, I don't know if you remember this, but you prayed when we told you that we were going to have another kid. You were like, immediately, like, please come, let me have a sister. Right. Because so, I needed yeah. to be even. It was a it was nice. But I, I will say, like, I feel like um, the brother-sister thing isn't all that different, to be honest. I always, obviously, I really wanted a sister when I, I mean, I'm happy I have a sister. But they're all just like my siblings. We're all just different people. Yeah, that's true. Especially as you become older, I think it becomes more and more like you are also friends, which is beautiful to watch happen. Is there a lot of sibling rivalry behind the scenes at this age? I'm very (laughs) familiar with the earlier years, but at this age... Uh, I wouldn't say rivalries. Probably like arguments or disagreements about specific things. Um, like Silas as uh, quite the character. I know you guys, well, he's been on the show before. Um, but he's very like opinionated, a very strong man. And um, <laughs> he, yeah, he really is confident. Let's, let's say he's very confident. But um, I kind of forgot what the question was. About the rivalry. So that, oh, com- yeah. that confidence kind of pushes, keeps pushing you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's very sure of himself. So, you know, there's actually a lot of research around how birth order affects your personality. I know, Sela, you've encountered yes. some of that in your yes. own, like, education in, in college. Do you feel like, as the older sibling, that you have some of those traits of that typical, like, African firstborn daughter? Um, yeah. It's funny because me and my friends in uni, we have— we joke about how, like, you can tell if someone is a middle child or an oldest child or a youngest child based on <laughs> their personality. But I definitely think I do. Like, I really feel a sense of responsibility for my siblings and their well-being. And anytime we have a conversation when and I'm giving them any sort of advice, I, like, really do think about it. Because, you know, I don't want to tell them something that's going to mislead them. If it's a friend, maybe I'm like, okay. If, I, if they take my advice... That's on them. But if it's my younger <laughs> siblings, you know, I feel like I feel like I take that responsibility pretty seriously. Um, and yeah, growing up, there was times when I was probably not the best 
older sister going through, you know, puberty and everything first while they were still young kids. But um, I would say I've definitely felt that sense of responsibility for them mm. ever since I was young. So, Sarah, on the flip side of that, being the youngest of four children and thinking about next year when all three of your siblings will be in uni and you're going to be, you know, the only one left at home. Are you yeah. feeling ready for that? Does that feel exciting? Does that feel scary? How does that feel? Um, Definitely like a mix because I, you know, living in East Africa when my siblings are going to be in the U.S., I feel like it's I'll probably feel very isolated and I've already kind of felt isolated from Selah and my extended family. Um, so I think that will definitely be like a downside, but, um, this week now that the boys are, you know, finished with high school, I've get to decide when, what time I want to wake up, what time I want to leave for school, what time <laughs> I want to go home from school, just stuff like that, which is nice, I guess, because nobody's telling me when to move or what to do anymore. Um, <laughs> and like no more punching me in the hallways, <laughs> which is nice, I guess. But yeah, I'll definitely miss them yeah, for sure. Yeah, transitions. Those transitions are, are something. So, you know, um, when you think about the life that we've lived, you know, you mentioned we're in Nairobi in East Africa. Before that, we're in Addis Ababa. Now half of our family is going to be in the U.S. in terms of your siblings and mm-hmm. your aunts and uncles. A lot of them are there. Are there times where you feel more East African or more Kenyan or more Ethiopian? You know, what times do you feel that way? You know, because we spend good bit of the time in the summer in the U.S. visiting our family. Then there are times we go to Addis Ababa and see our family there. Are there times where you are in different places where your identity feels different? Um, I mean, there's definitely, you know, we've continued visiting Ethiopia since we were young. And as much as sometimes being there, you kind of feel like... Um, you just feel different because obviously our family members grew up there most of their lives. Um, and so there's just a sense of separation in that sense. But at the same time, you know, you look like everyone else. People, when they see you, think that you're Ethiopian. People, um, yeah. It's So there's in some ways when I go back to Addis, like I feel like I kind of just blend in more in a way does that feel good is that a good feeling yeah sometimes sometimes it is it is a good feeling and I remember one time we were having a family gathering recently and my great uncle who's kind of like the head of our family my grandmother's brother um he was saying you know when you're in this space this is the one time you don't have to like explain yourself um for being here Mm -hmm. and that was super affirming to me I was like yeah like when I'm amongst all my cousins in Ethiopia like we're Mm -hmm. all just you know who we are it would no one feels like separate it's so beautiful although sometimes you know <laughs> but yeah. in that moment yeah I felt super affirmed um I would say in everywhere I've lived I definitely have felt different in the states now you know I'm like okay I didn't grow up in America I don't share a lot of these experiences of my friends when I'm here I'm like okay you know I'm not Kenyan by um yeah. what's the word Blood. Yeah, you're not Kenyan by blood, right? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you know, I spend so much time here. Some of my friends are Kenyan, so I feel a lot of identity for this place, Ethiopia. Um, my cousins and everything are there, but I left when I was so young, so there's a lot of conflict in every different place. So mm-hmm. I can't say in any one place I really feel any one thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah, completely. And I know that's a loaded yeah. question, Celie. So thank you for you giving such a gracious answer about figuring that out. Sarania, how about you? When you when we visit the states in the summer, for example, mm-hmm. 
What do you feel when you land? Are you feeling what? Um, I think it's de- it's kind of like a fever dream because you walk in and you're like, oh my gosh, McDonald's and like <laughs> this is you know silly stuff like that. Um, and like airports and there's no potholes in the road. Just kind of <laughs> just kind of you know it's weird and different. Um, but then like I usually go to summer camps during the summer and. Um, Everybody, like, once you say, like, oh, you know, I live in Kenya, like, because they usually ask you, like, oh, what state are you from? Which I'm like, oh, uh, none of them. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I live in Kenya, and they're like, oh, my gosh. And it's just the stupidest questions, like, do you ride an elephant to school? Just stuff, you know, just stupid stuff like that. And you're like, no, duh, obviously not. Like, that's anyways. Mm. Um, so that's definitely weird. But even being in Kenya and Ethiopia, like, I don't speak Amharic, I don't speak Swahili, and um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm that immersed in the the culture or, like, the wider population of the people here. So it's also different in that aspect, too. So, like, I kind of agree with Sayla. It's, like, hard to call just one place home. Hmm. Yeah, it's complicated. We did not go into this life ourselves, your dad and I, knowing what we were going to do. So we've tried to figure it out as we go. Where's that saying? Like, you're building the plane as you're flying it. Um, and just hope for God to be merciful as we go because, yeah, trying to get you immersed in language, for example, is something that I think both of us wish we had done definitely much better. Um, so let's let's get back to like kind of the mothering and daughtering piece. You know, when I was growing up, I remember a lot of the messages I got directly or indirectly were definitely like, as you look at your future as a Ethiopian woman, as a you know, young black woman, African woman, family was a part of that identity. People would say, you know, really... Yes, get a career. Definitely my parents wanted that for me. But they definitely, you know, having a family was also part of like that future aspiration. Do you feel like as young African women yourselves, like that is now part of what your generation looks at when they look at their future as women? Do you feel like having a family is one of the expectations your generation has um, as a goal? I I wouldn't say so. I think at least with our generation, it's more of a like a living in the moment and like finding more so your chosen family, I would say, like mm. your your friends or, you know, yeah, your friends. I think that's what's more important to people right now, I would say. And I don't think at least like for me and my friends at school, um, people are not as concerned with like the future as much or there's not a, as much of an expectation to do so mm. as well. Hmm. Well, Saron is a little bit younger than me. <laughs> I would, yeah, I mean, at this point, but it, there's definitely a generational change. Like, for sure. I can't speak for all African Gen Z people. <laughs> but um, there's definitely been less of a, you have to get married, I, I think, amongst me and my peers at least. But I can see that shift as I'm getting to this stage towards the end of uni, people like thinking more seriously about that kind of stuff and trying to be in serious relationships. Um, so it's kind of an expectation of the next step is career slash family. So that's still kind of there. In partially. The, in the air. Partially. But then there's also people like who are like, I'm not, I'm not sure that that's what I want to do. Yeah. Or I don't know when that's going to happen. And for me, that's what I'm in is I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. And I definitely want to do career first. But I, I think that's a positive change, actually, because I feel like there was a lot of pressure and expectation that that was the next step, right. you know, and there was a lot of panic amongst our Ethiopian community when that didn't happen for people, yeah. you know, so I think that's a really positive thing that that's not an expectation. Do you feel that from your dad and I, maybe, that we're expecting that of you 
in the near future? To get married? Yeah, to get married or have kids or whatnot. Um, I don't think you expect it in the near future, but I think you um, expect it. <laughs> okay, I know I did the other day r- r- mention grandkids. Who was it that I was saying? Oh, your dad was saying. Solomon. No, I know what it was. Is your dad was saying that um, after the graduation party, he's like, just make sure you do this for my for your kids. Do something for them like this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, just give us grandkids. And I I, I heard it in myself saying that, you know. But um, I guess from your aunts, uncles, those around you, do you feel like you're getting those messages indirectly, like? The family yeah, is a like part sure. of who you, what you should aspire to. For sure. I Does think, that feel positive, negative? Yeah. So. I think it's more like they expect it unless you say otherwise. Okay. I think it's just like the... the Isn't that the definition of an expectation? No, like, <laughs> no, you know, what's the... Um, an assumption, maybe? Yeah. I does think they feel, just assume it unless you tell them, like, oh, I'm not really... Does that feel positive or how does that feel to you or negative or... For me, I'm not too worried about that right now. <laughs> that's still good. in high school. At 15, that's good. You shouldn't be too worried. Does that? How does that feel to you, Celie? Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. it is what it is. To be honest, true. It's true. not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it's it's not to the point that I feel like a serious pressure. Like yeah. you know, I need yeah. to find someone before I leave. Yeah. Uni or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah. I guess it's not as, it's not like pressing. Okay. It just exists. Well, just tell us when it is because you're right. It, it creeps <laughs> in, the, in the unexpected and unintentional way sometimes. Um, what about when you think about like mothering and daughtering and all that stuff, what have like the other women in our family taught you? You said that beautiful thing about what Tess told you about, like this is where you don't have to be, explain yourself. So I'm curious, you know, you're blessed with a lot of wonderful aunties, chosen family, biological family, blood family. What are some of the lessons you've learned from some of those other women? Mm. Give them some shout outs here, maybe some things that you remember over the years. That is a good question. And there's many things, but I'm trying to think back. Yeah. Um, maybe not so much like lessons, but like character. Um, my uh, previous teacher, who's like now, I guess, auntie, Auntie Sajda, um, has been like, I think such an amazing like person to have in my life. Um, she's just like, if you ever met her, she's just such an incredible woman. Like just to be in her presence is like, it's just refreshing because she's like so dope and down with the young people and like just very like, Anyways, um, but she's just such an amazing person to be around. And I think for me, like, I've always been more of an advocate for, like, the, you know, I'm a very, like. (laughs) Justice-oriented. Yeah, justice-oriented person. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really important to me and definitely what I think I would want to pursue in the future. And um, for her to be one of my teachers and, like, one of my role models has been really inspiring for me to, like, just think about that more seriously um, going into college and to uni and like what I want to do with my life and just, you know, looking at her life and what she's done. It's really inspiring. It's fabulous. I agree. She's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. um, I would think about Auntie Donica, who's our family friend, but family at this point. Um, Similarly, like my memory is bad. So I'm trying to think of specific words but I'm struggling to do that. So, but I'll just say like, yeah, she's an incredible mother to her children um, and just so consistent, so genuine. And um, she's a teacher. So just watching the way she cares for her kids in almost a mother-like 
way and she just invests so deeply in them. So she's really been an inspiration to me in that way. Yeah. So beautiful to hear you both say that because I think our life has dictated that we have family in places where we don't have family. And so both mm-hmm. of those women have become our chosen family. And what a blessing. What a blessing. All right. So let's play a little game. Okay. <laughs> so years ago, um, my best friend, your grandmother, Auntie Ruth, and I were watching some TV show. <laughs> and I, but people were just acting a fool on this show. Acting mm-hmm. a fool. And Ruth said, the, one of the funniest things she ever said, she's like, they need to call this show, Your Mama Tried As Hard As She Could. <laughs> and she was just looking at all these people thinking, all these people had mothers, and they that, those mothers tried. And look at these people <laughs> acting up. So this game is called Your Mother Tried As Hard As She Could, in honor of Auntie Ruth. And so I'm going to ask you some topics, about some topics. I'm going to give you three responses. Now, this is not fair to me or to any mothers, but these are your options for a response in okay. this game. You can respond that I was a success, that I did well teaching that topic. You can say that I failed, <laughs> that it did not go as well, or perhaps that I tried. I tried. So those are your options, okay, for the questions that I'm going to ask you. And I'm going to just give you a topic, and you can just quickly, don't, don't think too deep about it. Don't worry about hurting my feelings. And this, I will not worry this game, about Is that. this a trap? Or? This is not a trap. I don't care if it's a trap. I'm going to be honest. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> and this game, like I said, is called Your Mama Tried As Hard As She Could. Okay? okay. So here's the first sure. topical area. You ready? Yeah. Cooking. Oh. Success, fail, or I tried. Yeah. Wow. Sadon says, I tried to say this as success. You're I'm a good cook. What do you, what's the question? Thank you. Say that you're she, a better yes, cook or a good that cook? That I taught us. That I taught you, yes. Oh, you taught us? How I feel like you didn't understand yeah. the concept. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said if you're a good cook. Okay, okay. So let me, that I taught you about cooking. Yes, you taught you taught me. Yeah, so it's a success. And Sadon says you tried. Okay, I guess I have a few more years to get to the success point. I Sarah. think I've like kind of, because I enjoy cooking, but I think I've like picked up it myself <laughs> okay, this is debatable we will speak about this <laughs> off camera because I have one word for you your special brownies that's my one word okay, to you okay that, no, no, no. No. <laughs> no, okay that, that was true. not my fault okay next next category I have taught you about how to handle money success failure or I tried on this stage of your life it's okay you can be honest hesitation hesitation <laughs> Okay, Sela says success slash you tried. Sarah says you tried. Okay, so Sela, well, why, why the mixed uh, bag there? No, I think I think you did a good job helping me learn about it when I was moving away from home. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, like yeah. I think you did a good job, actually. Okay. I will. I will easily, quickly admit it's not my strong point. I think, budgeting. I per think se. you. Yeah, you tried. I tried. You tried. But your dad is better at this area. Yeah. And yeah. I admire those women. Like, you know, your grandmother just arrived last mm-hmm. night. And mm-hmm. she is one of the most careful, wise, industrious people around money. Mm-hmm. To the point where on her teacher's salary, she has saved enough to be able to bless her grandchildren. On a teacher's salary. Yeah. She had retired at like 55, I think. Mm-hmm. And has been able to live off of her savings since yeah. then. That's 15 years mom. ago as a single mom. Yeah. And has money to give to, to other places and Extremely people impressive. and impressive, to give yeah. to her grandchildren and bless them, which is tremendous. So I wish I was better and like her, but yeah, I tried. The, game, the name of the game is Your Mama Tried as Hard as She Could. So, okay. I taught you how to be a feminist. 
Success, oh, failure, feminist? I tried. Feminist. It sounds for sure. Okay, both success. Yes. I'm delighted by this response. Definitely. Okay, Saran, you want any, any follow-up? Actually, I don't know about this answer, but I'll say success. Oh, I was so ready to run with the wind. I'll say success. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, yeah, for me, for sure. Like, that was, that was without a question. I think, like, it wasn't even so much of, like, teaching us how to be feminist. I think it's just teaching us, like, how to be women and how to treat people, like, as equals, like, no matter race, gender, and anything. And I think that's something that I've like learned as a person and of working on and, you know, continue to do is just treating people as humans, hmm. no matter okay. of anything. Yeah. Okay. So I know you're continuing to, this is an area I know of interest, <laughs> academic interest for you too. So what, what could I have maybe spiced up in that area? I'm trying to remember. I think, hmm. I yeah, but I, I agree with everything Saron said, but I'm just trying to remember specific words or something yeah how it was part of my childhood maybe maybe I could have used more support in those areas when I was younger that's fair that's fair yeah because I did have four kids under four yeah at yeah, one yeah. Point. you were, you were under, so it took yeah. a few years yeah, yeah, to really pull yeah, yeah. it together yeah, no yeah, no no yeah. it's fair it's fair valid, okay so this is a similar question but a tangent how well have I taught your brothers to be feminist men I think I did a great job teaching my brothers. <laughs> can I put success for myself? No. Yes, yes you can. I think I was actually the main driver of this. I can't even lie. Okay, okay. That's fair. Listen, like you said, second mother, firstborn African daughter. Somebody's got to pick it up. Yeah. Success, okay, success. so Saturn? Yeah. I think we, success. We got some feminist sons in our family? Yeah. I think so sure. too. Yeah. I think so. Say? Yeah. Yeah, you have more lessons to teach them, or have they? I have are you more satisfied. Lessons. No, I'm not satisfied. But okay, so I, don't think, I always have more lessons for them. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I, especially with how to like treat women that they want to be with. I think they're great now, mm-hmm. but they can always be better. Indeed, so I'm still true. shaping them. <laughs> I say that. I think it was also more like they kind of not did did it on their own. No, I think say okay. Just let me finish, Sorry, and then ahead. you can say your point. Like I think it's, it was just always important to them having two sisters and a, and a mother. I don't I don't think it was necessarily something that you constantly had to reinforce into them. Like make sure you're respectful of women. Obviously, it's like a good reminder, but it's never something that you've had to address. Like a, a ne- there was never a situation that happened where you'd had to address True. it or like correct that behavior. I think. Yeah. I just think that there's a lot of things that are natural to boys hanging out with other guys. So I do feel like I had to. It's true. Step in in some areas. But they, they, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things they learn by observation, I suppose. And I will say that both of them in their second year or first year of high school, they got all of their friends to join the menstrual health project that you started, Sela. And I mean, we had no boys, or we had a few boys. I take that. It wasn't no boys. We had a handful of boys in that club. And then they joined that menstrual health program and they brought all of their friends with them, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you have sent them to go get you pads and get you p- tampons, and they they don't say a word. They just do what they're told. So there's just little things like that that are extraordinary but feel normal to us because we're used to seeing them but that I think are not normal in other places. I'm looking at our producing team behind the camera to say, that's not normal, is it? For, like, 18-year-old boys to be like, yes, I'll go. Which kind of tampon <laughs> Yeah, but I'm today? saying... I, you want the regular or you want the light, you know? <laughs> okay, let's, that, don't do all that. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying they're, they're fluent in the language of, yeah. I think, some of those things. That, but I think it's because of us. I'm not saying it's not, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's not a thing that they've gotten to mm-hmm. completely by themselves. But to Saron's yeah. point, having sisters has shaped them to want to be better men, I think. Mm-hmm. 
So, all right. Anyway, we might be talking too much about our faith. Okay, so I have too many too many categories here. Okay, so how about teaching you about faith and God? Success, failure, I tried. Going real the hesitation slow there, buddy. of Selah, the last few questions is killing me. This game is about to wrap up. Okay, Selah said you tried. Sarah says you success. It's interesting because there is a five-year age gap. So Selah's out in the world. So I think these lessons it's now true. are, she's figuring out, did these lessons actually have <laughs> merit to them? Or were they just that's words? True, that's true. Okay. Anyone want to add to that? You can go first. Um, if you don't, that's okay too. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you did. You definitely did. Lots of faith stuff with us. You went to church, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know where the line is between you try to success, but I think you Fair. did a good job. And I think it's also like, you've told us many times that you have to find faith on your own and we can't do that for you. Um, and I think you've allowed us the space to do that with also being supportive. So that's why I put success, but... Thank you, Saron. It's a good answer, Saron. Thank you, Saron. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yes. <laughs> okay, how to have fun. How to have fun? Yeah. How to enjoy life. Wait, wait. If you don't put success here, I'm going to be so annoyed. Because if it wasn't me, oh. your dad has been the one who's the fun fun captain. I feel like kids <laughs> just learn how to have fun on their own. That's what I'm yeah, saying. that's oh. a weird question. You didn't need me to teach you how to fun. But you teach, yeah. teach us how to fun. How to, how, the so, immigrant language so, is so. coming in. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. You're, you're a fun-loving person. Okay. So that's, that's great to have. Let's let, let, that's, a good, that's a good note to that's let a good Okay. Fashion. 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 Success. Yeah. I tried or failure. <laughs> well, I, you know why I will say this? <laughs> Both failing. It's because <sighs> the things I used to wear as a child. Like, oh, my God. so true. I always think, like, why didn't you just... Help me or something. <laughs> Sayla, it was so hard headed. Okay, okay, okay. To your point, you you tried, <laughs> but it ended in failure because I uh, specifically I remember having these different kinds of leggings, and I had like uh, ice cream leggings, and yes. I had leggings with my name on them. So cute. But then you would let me wear them with like. Like ballerina skirts and like these bright like it t-shirts was like and it was hip not and cute. Punk, a little punk, no, a little edgy. And, and you let Sayla, we make fun of her for this all the time, but she had these <laughs> gloves, these fingerless gloves that she gloves. was. She loved those gloves. gloves. They were so oh. ugly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And you just so let her walk around me. like that. All I know is I look, I look good photos. today. Everyone yeah, liked my did, brown but, dress. But yeah, just not for children. Okay, just not for children. Okay, fine. Okay. How about the last one? How about um, African history, Black American history? You know, just the roots, the tradition, the culture. How do we do with that? How, how did I do with that? I really cannot win at this game. I do not know why I thought this was a good idea. Okay, Sela, <laughs> why do you think success? Maybe I should have put it. But success, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys. A rough audience. You guys definitely, I mean, there's a lot missing from our school curriculum for sure. So I think you made an effort to... Um, teach us okay. about, or give us resources, mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. So I don't. What do you think? I think um, you guys are very passionate about the topic, which is fair. But then also, you yourself have also said you failed us many times. Like when we're having conversations, and you bring up somebody, some random, like. 1800s African leader from Benin and you're shocked we don't know it and you're like we failed 
failed as parents. So I'm like, <laughs> at some point, like, there's only so much a person can learn. So like, <laughs> give us a little bit. Of, we also have school. Well, you know what? One thing I have succeeded on is raising honest children because this is a very honest feedback I'm receiving today. So thank you. You're thank welcome. you for playing the game. Thank you for coming on. Your mother tried as hard as she could. Thank you for participating. Yay, this one. You, can, you can hold on to oh. your cards. I don't even want these back. Okay, so uh, thank you, girls. Actually, it was actually quite refreshing and funny to hear that. Um, so shifting gears a little bit, mm-hmm. thinking outside of our immediate family unit, just generally into society, mm-hmm. what's something you think mothers should be a bit more strict about with their daughters? Strict. Yeah, as you're looking more at strict? Your, yeah, as you're looking at your peers or you're looking at all the people on TikTok. Oh. What's something you think, yeah. I think that... Small, small babies shouldn't be playing on, like, electronics too much. Mm. Yes. I think one thing that was actually good about our childhood that I kind of resented is that we didn't have, like, TV, or like, yeah. DSTV, which is, you know, what you can see all, like, the Disney shows on and everything as a child. So we used to have to go to our cousin's house <laughs> once a week and catch up. And they would just tell us about what happened on Hannah <laughs> Montana that week. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, did, we spent... I just feel like it's not good for kids to to so true. be on, especially nowadays when kids have you know those iPad kids access are... to stuff. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of scary. It's okay, scary. so parents should be more strict about electronics. Okay, good feedback. Good feedback. Mm-hmm. So you guys are still quite so young. Um, tell me, how do you both as individuals or maybe your generation? How do you deal with like the peer pressure, the the infiltration though of social media and technology in your lives? What are the ways that you're handling that? Um. For me, I'm just trying to view it as more like enjoyment and I don't take it too serious. Like people take it very seriously. Like it's their whole life and they're always on and they're always, for me, I'm just there to watch some TikToks and have a laugh and then go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Because yeah, for me, like I try not to take it too deep and I'm not even on Instagram as much as I used to be like when I first got it, which is good, I guess. Um, Yeah, your older siblings have been very protective of you being online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would. Well, yeah, sorry, we finished. No, no, that was it. I was just going to say, I can tell Saron doesn't use it too much because she doesn't open my TikToks that I send her for like <laughs> weeks at a time. <laughs> so, so that's good, self-regulation. Yeah, but I definitely just, I stay on my phone all the time. Not all the time, but probably too much. But um, you but have some strategies take, that you shared. Oh, yeah. During the school year, when I need to focus, sometimes I delete it during the weekend. Then I re-download over the weekend. Just because it's so easy to just spend hours, like, scrolling, yeah, scrolling, scrolling. Mm-hmm. So I do that when it's when I need to for school. Okay. So you're finding your way between not taking it too seriously to, like, having some timeouts when you, when you need it. Mm-hmm. How would you describe dating in high school slash uni? At this time and this, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask you if I succeeded or failed in this area on, on purpose. So I'll just ask a more generic question. Oh God! Um. <laughs> how would you describe it? I'm not asking you to share your personal stories, but how would you describe the dating culture? Oh, uh, now it's rough. <laughs> I would say it's rough. I mean, it's just very, it's very rough. Rough how? <laughs> it's just rough. Like, it's just, oh gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, high school is, um, yeah, I mean, 
it was an interesting dating scene when I was in high school. Nothing serious, honestly. It was just for the sake of doing it. In college, yeah. like I was saying earlier, things start getting a little bit more seriously. But at least at my school, it's very interesting within like the black slash the African community. Um, there's actually not that many serious couples within because partially because African men really like white women facts. sometimes. Listen, <laughs> say what you got to say. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> In the States, at least, at least at my school. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's a lot I could say about it. Um, me and my friends have discussions about this often. But, um, yeah, it's it's probably less than you would think, honestly, at this mm. stage. Yeah, I mean, there's some data around that, that your generation is dating less, having sex later, getting married later. Like, a lot of the things around relationships does seem to be coming at a different timeline than it was the generation before you, which is interesting. I'm not sure exactly why, but... But also, I think it might be dependent on the place, because I have friends in other schools who... Don't say it's like that. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting because you're in the south, the southern part of the U.S., where I think that is the, quite the culture. Yeah, but again, like, I have a community of Africans within that school, so I don't know if that I see. is different in any way. Sure. But so interesting. Yeah. So maybe that African diaspora community is perhaps... Maybe we just maybe it's just not people are dating within that community yeah. as much. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Okay, okay. Well, as we kind of wrap up this conversation, first I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Of Love you and appreciate you. It's Love actually you been too. a lot of fun to talk to you. <laughs> and I know it asks you to be a bit vulnerable in front of a public forum. So I, I don't take that for granted. I really appreciate you. Um, and I guess, you know, I just want to, as I think about this conversation on being a mother and, and being daughters too, you know, what kind of mother, auntie, godmother do you think you'll be in the future? As you look ahead and think about kind of your childhood and young adulthood and maybe who you want to be for somebody else one day, what do you think that will look like? Um, That's a good question. I would say, like, for me, first, I would definitely want to have a job and, uh, you know, have a little extra cash to be spending on my nieces and nephews. I think within our family, we've agreed that um, our brother Solomon is going to have kids first. Um, so, so we'll be aunties and Silas will be uncle first. Um, but yeah, I think I'll definitely want to be the cool aunt for a few years. Several, several years. Yeah. What is a cool aunt like? Um, like your sister, my auntie Betsu, um, who's like, she is doing well in life right now. At least from what I can see. Like... <laughs> And sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I used to mean that in a wonderful, I'm, like, complimentary yeah. way, she's yeah. she has like, a career that's strong, yes, and she does, like, when we visit her, she can always send us back, and, like, I just love visiting her, because I can just, you know, be in her apartment, and then we, you know, you eat well, order sushi, eat, eat yeah. well, order sushi, watching Survivor, like, it's fantastic, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so cool aunties are kind of what you want to be. Yeah. Able to love on people generously. For sure. And then give them back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I um agree. I definitely want to be someone that my godchildren or nieces and nephews can come to and feel super free with. So once my siblings start having kids, I definitely need to make sure that I'm close by and really making an effort because it's easy when you don't see kids for a while for them to be like I don't really know you so mm -hmm. um so yeah I definitely want to be 
around and making an effort. As a mom, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like you want your kids to be able to come to you and to have a real relationship. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> Appreciate you. And I have to ask you the Love two you questions too. I ask everybody. Thank you. I'm waiting for somebody to say it. You guys we did are both say like, it Thanks. earlier. Thanks. <laughs> we did. Um, that's okay. Yeah. Um, did you not hear that? Yeah. We did. Yeah. So the two questions I always ask every guest that comes on the show. What's your favorite drink? Saron. Oh, um, I love, love hot chocolate. <laughs> You're the first person I, to say that. Yeah. No, for my 15th birthday, my parents got me like a hot chocolate bar. It's fantastic. It's amazing. <laughs> it had like marshmallows and like different hot chocolate packets. Anyways, yeah, it was, it. it was great. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're I so really welcome. appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, I think so we've done 20-some episodes this year, 24 episodes. I don't know. And this year, you're the first person to say hot chocolate. So, so that's, a, that's a good answer. Okay, Sayla? Um, Since my family members will be listening, I'll say <laughs> something. But now I can't think of what. what Juice. Oh, Ketepa tea every yeah, day. Black, tea. Oh, black yeah. tea. No sugar, no milk. Oh, black tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So boring. But it's just so good. Tea is really just not enjoyable. This is, but, but I have to say something about the Ketepa. This is the one thing that we have to <laughs> ship to her on the regular basis. Make sure she, her yeah. supply is always stocked. And when we tried to send on Amazon once, you were like, this is not the same so, as gosh. we sent Ketepa tea that was online in Amazon. And it looked like the Kenyan brand, but she's like, this does not taste the same. I don't know what this is. It's not <laughs> So anyway. And then the last question is, what is bringing you joy today? I went first last time. Okay. Since this is the Mother's Day episode, I'll definitely oh. say my mom. And oh. we made lots of jokes today about how you tried or failed or whatever in whatever areas. But <laughs> you're definitely a fantastic mother. So, yes, you are bringing oh, me joy baby, today. You. Thank you. Um <laughs> that would make me look bad if I don't say it as well. No, no. Um, like, bro, why would you say that? <laughs> just say whatever you just say. Because I already said it. You can't say the same thing. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. I'll I'll say my dad, I guess, since he's you know been traveling a lot this year. So um, it's good to have him home. That's beautiful. Thanks. Also, my dog Coco. I my dog Coco. While, I'm away at, while I was away at uni. <laughs> Not your dog. My okay, dog, so, so thanks for being on the show, <laughs> Sela Saro. This is actually super fun. And maybe you'll come back again? Maybe we'll just be an annual if show. I'm invited. Oh. Maybe next year for Mother's Day, we can get sponsors to give us a mother-daughter trip. Ooh. And we do a whole live oh, yeah. video Ooh, show great. on. <laughs> yes, if you're listening, uh, who can we add? Kenya Airways, hashtag KLM, <laughs> somebody. But anyways, but listeners, it was so fun to talk to my daughters today. And I'm so glad that you tuned in. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And maybe, you know, if you haven't talked to your mom or sister or auntie in a while, give them a call, share this episode with them. Maybe it will spark a new conversation between you. And we would love to hear from you. So send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's at Salam and Hello. We would love to hear from you. And you can always email us to lily at salamandhello.com. And please, for this Mother's Day, give me a five-star rating. Please give mm -hmm. us a review. Leave us a rating. It really helps the show. And until then... Next time, I guess we will see you in the month of June. So until then, be well and take good care of yourself. Yay! Yeah. You did so well, oh girl. Gosh. Are you so relieved? Yeah, I, was, I was looking at Taylor's energy resident and you, you didn't make good. I know, right? <laughs>
Okay, so Sela, as well, for this, this can be content that people can listen to I on didn't Patreon. Know if you wanted me to say. Yes, give us your real <laughs> favorite drink. Give us your real. We always do. Yeah, but. Um, okay, tell us your real favorite drink. What is it, Duma? Uh, it's yeah. Except you don't like tequila, tequila. Yeah, but I like margaritas. She likes margaritas. <laughs> but I just can't take tequila shots anymore. <laughs> anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you smile, summer in.